I'd like to talk to you today about an invisible enemy in your life. So I call this podcast Knowing Your Invisible Enemy. So please stay tuned. Oftentimes we face an enemy that we know nothing about. An enemy is not necessarily a human being, but a person or a spirit that intends to bring harm for you in some way or the other. When Jesus was teaching his disciples about the signs of the end of the age, which you could see in chapter 24 in Matthew's gospel, as well as in chapter 13 in Mark's gospel, the first thing he said to his disciples was, watch out that no one deceives you. Now that's a very big statement he made. There's Antichrist coming against the kingdom of God. There are demons who are constantly working to stop the children of God from knowing God well and to serve him well. And the question is, how do you actually stop these wicked forces of the world? That's a question mark. That's what I intend to speak today in this podcast. Oftentimes in our workplace, among our non-believer friends and colleagues, we come across situations where we don't know what's going around us, spirits conspiring against you, we not only should constantly pray, as Apostle Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, but we also must know our enemy well and be able to interpret the thoughts of each person around us. To understand this better, let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 2. Now, do you know what happens with Daniel in this chapter? Daniel has written about a Babylonian king by the name of Nebuchadnezzar. Now this king had a dream and the dream actually didn't make any sense. We oftentimes dream something at night whilst asleep and we ignore them because it doesn't make sense to us when we recall those dreams in the morning. Likewise, the dream that the Babylonian king saw was also a dream that didn't make sense to many in his royal palace. But since he was a wicked and a ruthless king, so his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers made an attempt to help the king with his dream. But you know what? The king was reluctant to even talk about the dream. What? Well, how could anyone even be able to interpret a dream unless it is narrated by the person who dreamed it? King Nebuchadnezzar was absolutely unwilling to talk or give even a hint about his dream. But at the same time, he was constantly pressing his magicians and enchanters and other folks to tell him what he actually saw in the dream. He also threatened these folks that if they don't explain or interpret the dream for him without even telling them anything about the dream to them, they will be cut into pieces and he issued a royal decree for this reason, which you can find in verse 5 in chapter 2 of Daniel. In fact, the king pressed so hard on his magicians, enchanters and other folks that they were so afraid. What's That's when Daniel was called in. Now, Daniel was a man of God. The Bible in later part in the same book tells us where an angel called Daniel a highly esteemed man. Highly esteemed means highly honored, highly respected, 
highly valued or revered. Now, coming back to chapter 2, Daniel, after prayer, was able to interpret the dream for the king. As you read this through the entire chapter, it has a total of 49 verses. So I recommend that you try and read this entire chapter. This is exactly how the situation we have in the present times. We must know what's going on in someone else's mind. I know I'm talking about psychology, which is a subject that is not easy for anyone to understand. But don't forget that Lord Jesus Christ was able to do so while he was with his disciples and also with some Pharisees and the teachers of the law during his time with them. But when you pray to God and constantly ask him to give you the wisdom, which you should every day, he does give you the wisdom. We must ask repeatedly to God on prayer. He will surely give you because he loves to give good gifts to those who seek him, the Bible says. Remember that Jesus said, I am sending you like a sheep among the wolves and therefore be as shrewd as snakes and innocent as dove. Note that here Jesus has mentioned four different creatures. First, he's referring to his disciples as sheep, which is usually a harmless animal. And wolf, on the other hand, is a wild animal, noon with canine teeth for tearing down the flesh of its prey. Thirdly, snake, which is known for its ability to locate the prey using its tongue. You see, snake has an amazing ability to search accurately about the whereabouts of its prey because the tongue which comes out constantly in snakes helps them in finding the actual location of its prey. And yes, this is true. And lastly, the dove which is calm and a harmless bird by nature, you would not often see a dove around in your neighborhood. So please start asking for such wisdom from God. Look at, little, look at the little game that we used to play as kids called tic-tac-toe. It is also called knots and crosses. It is a paper and pencil game for two players. Each player takes turns making, uh, marking the spaces in a three by three grid. The player who succeeds in placing three of their marks in a diagonal, horizontal or a vertical row is the winner. There's a rule to win this game. If you just occupy the corners, then there's a higher chance to win the game. Now look at chessboard. Chess is an indoor game requiring two players. In this game, you must have to constantly think about what would be the next move of your opponent. Your move should be based on what your opponent possibly could do. So you have to constantly think about what is going on in his mind. Another example to understand the subject, I will talk about an interesting interview that I watched recently. It was sent by one of my friends on WhatsApp. It was about a retired tennis player called Andrea Gassi and how he won 9 out of 11 matches against his then opponent Boris Becker. In his video, he's explaining how Boris, while serving the ball, used to bring out his tongue 
exactly toward the side in which he is going to serve the ball. Now, Boris was unaware of this service, which was indeed his uh, weakness. He used to bring his tongue every now and then, and Andre picked this weakness of Boris as an opportunity to win the matches. See how he read the mind of his opponent? You must look for this video in YouTube. I've often seen that even if your boss at your workplace knows everything about your family, your financial background, the loans you've taken, your desire for food, expensive clothes, he will misuse these aspects of your life to manipulate it. Because he's well aware that you have these weaknesses and you can't quit the job under any circumstances because um, because you have bills to pay and and he knows about your lifestyle quite well. So why would he not use these aspects of your life to turn things in his favor? So think about it carefully, okay? Lastly, look at companies such as Amazon and Facebook. These companies are constantly thinking about what you're thinking. In fact, these companies are the biggest companies in the world, mainly due to the fact that they were able to think about what is going on in your mind. They're billionaires because of this very reason. TRP, on the other hand, which is called TV Rating Points, which is linked to how many people have watched a certain TV channel. In order to make people watch their shows, many news channels and producers of various programs and shows are making contents that can attract viewership for them. Now look at Big Boss, which is one of one such show. Now, because people constantly wants to watch on what's going on in someone else's life, this urge can be a money-making aspect for many TV show makers. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. So, my friends, please do pray to God to grant you His wisdom to live the righteous life that is pleasing to Him. God bless you and have a wonderful day.